Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs, and this is the H and J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we would join as always on a Monday with Danny Kelly or by Danny Kelly. Yes, it and was, uh, fun to go through all the. We uh, did. We covered all the action. ground of all the Premier League and FA Cup games and all the con- controversies with Danny. We had a bit of a chat, didn't we? We did. Yeah, and keeping the uh, weekend's football in mind, we spoke to a man who offered an incentive to the Grimsby Town players to win at the weekend. Alas, it didn't yeah. happen. But uh, there could still be a little bit of... Um, I've got a bit of in-depth news about yeah. the fishmonger yeah. industry. And he's very taken with the world of fishmongery. As you'll discover. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, it's a great Saturday night. Welcome back to Match of the Day. All's well in the world, of course, apart from a miserable home draw against Everton. Up yes, tell me twice. about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know your them, pain. Shutting up shop is very passe. All managers listening to this now, if you're on the way home, right, stop shutting stop up. Stop shutting up shop. Don't bother. It's not worth it. it. Just invites the other team on. Yeah, it's completely pointless. It doesn't work, so don't bother with it. And What's the difference between shutting up shop and just um, easing off and controlling the game? Because some, t- I mean, we've always, uh, you know, some teams will be well, three Arsenal nil up. Do, Arsenal don't do any of that. They just keep going for goals until they've the game's out of sight, and that's what you have to do now. It's it's just no point. You don't just, invite the pressure from other no, teams coming on. It's just so poor. You know, Chelsea got another goal, then it was all over. You know, it's, it's so frustrating. Yeah. All the fans afterwards and at the time were going, "What on earth are you doing, mate?" Yeah. So negative, and he got away with it against Dortmund. He did the same thing. I thought, if they equalise, we're absolutely stuffed. Now you've taken off. All the attacking players for extra time it just makes no sense. Absolutely, I, yeah, I don't get it. And Spurs did it. I don't get it either. Well, Antonio Conte, if, if he'd saved that for a phone a phone call to Talk Sport, he would have got hundred quid worth of Wix vouchers, wouldn't he? Yeah, I can imagine him on the sports <laughs> bar doing it. We're going to have to stop you there, Antonio. We've got to go to the news and sport. No, shut up, Antonio. Shut up. Pot him. Turn him down. He's um, so nakedly obvious, yeah. isn't he? Why don't he just come I mean, up with a t-shirt saying, "Please sack me now." Um, yeah, I mean, the idea that, it, that this was some kind of way to get the team going is quite mm. staggering, really. The one after the Burnley defeat last season was because he still had skin in the game, but he clearly has no skin in this particular game. He'll be gone in the summer, which is half of the problem, although he mm. denies that's part of the problem. I, you know, playing under a caretaker manager for most of the season uh, does disincentivize players, I think. Um, and there was so much to unpack, wasn't there? He covered so much ground. Yeah. 
He didn't actually sort of... I think he sort of laid off Daniel Levy. He sort of, well, uh, I don't know. He said 20 years the, the, the owner club. has been here oh, yeah, and what have they so, won. Yeah, maybe, I, I mean, effectively, that's what he said. Maybe it loses Joe a bit Lewis. in the translation. No, I don't think it does. Um, I would imagine <laughs> at the moment he is... We'll talk more with Danny Kelly about mm. this when he joins us, but I would imagine that he's gone back to Italy for a couple of days, apparently. Um, so I would imagine Daniel Levy will be sounding out some of the coaches. I was amazed he wasn't sacked yesterday. I thought he was. Some of go. the senior pros, and he'll probably make a call on it sometime this week. But he has to have an alternative. I mean, if if there is any truth in the fact that the players, um, I wouldn't say they're down tools, but maybe have not been playing as well as they should do. I'm not altogether sure putting in a good mate of theirs for the, for the rest of the season is going to make it any better. So I think no, the idea of just the players are happier. Have you ever been fully dished? <laughs> I've been dished a lot yeah, in my career. Yeah, he's done, he's done a, well, I, mean, we've just, I think we've all been dished at some Honestly, point. Yeah. I knew exactly what the, that game was going to be like. Honestly, yeah. the tactics. I mean, it's effective. It works. They did probably deserved a point in the end. I mean, it, it's, but it's so... I love the way he says afterwards, we all like to play the beautiful game, including me. You think, that's a laughing emoji, about tw- ten of them. But you've yeah, got but if you gave him PSG, he may play differently. He wouldn't. He'd still play the same way. <laughs> but what a job he's done Everton, he's oh, given no, them belief. He's got players playing better. So, he's got them organised. So, actually, it, it, they, in the end, they did actually play play a little bit of football, which was quite nice. I, I was quite impressed with them. Actually, I'd be more annoyed about Kula Barley with that piano on his back than I oh, God. <laughs> than I would be Sean Dyche. You know, Chelsea have had a problem with striker and goalkeeper for since Courtois and Costa, and they still haven't solved the problem. And no. Until they do that, they're not going looking to at him play for Wolves. I don't think Costa's the answer anymore. No, not anymore. I don't but, think you, you know, want to go back to put that they band. Have, you know, they just desperate for a strike. A couple of things to get you going on this afternoon. Um, Yes, I I do love the gymnastics of uh, Luke Ayling. We know he does it for laughs. He's done it before. Uh, But you've seen him do it. He does a terrible cartwheel and forward roll. What, when he scored? Yeah, when he scored the other day. But it's, it's terrible. But it's knowingly terrible. So mm. it was it was good of him to dust it off again and do it. But sometimes you do kind of revel in the mediocre. You know, you get up to do karaoke. You know you're terrible. But you're <laughs> going to inflict it on other people. So I don't know if we've got any other Luke Ailing tales of uh, reveling in the mediocre. We'd love to hear them this afternoon. You know you're terrible at something, but you're still going to inflict it on people uh, for laughs or otherwise. Talksport.com, text 81089. Well, tweets. Again, doing this show. <laughs> yeah, that's what we've been reveling in the mediocre for years very much our mission statement it's in Latin on the club badge Uh, the other thing was um, Fletcher was with us for a couple of days at Cheltenham last week and he wasn't expecting his car which is basically a child carrier Mm. Um, he's got two kids the two car seats he wasn't expecting it to be used to ferry one or two of us around which we needed to do at one point so out came the car but of course when you've got young kids and he had it valid he said recently but he was far too apologetic about it he was still apologising today who cares it's basically it was a sea of broken rusks wasn't it it was just <laughs> food it was just uh, kids you know it's going, kids are crying in the back give them a biscuit like young f- I know exactly I'm not exactly. having a pop in no, for no. he was mortified as was his why. wife apparently well, I know, yeah, it doesn't matter go, Fletch we've both had kids we know <laughs> we but occasionally you think well if I knew someone was getting my in my car I would have taken that out because occasionally hmm. our, our motors are sort of receptacles for all sorts of weird and wonderful things true, I knew a police yeah. officer once on uh, Merseyside hmm. who told me that one of the Liverpool players of, of that time had his car nicked and um, 
and they they found the car somewhere in Liverpool, but it had some quite interesting stuff in the glove compartment, specialist items. Ah, um, okay. <laughs> which which uh, apparently the word got better one or two of the other boys in the Liverpool dressing room, and yeah, it got it quite been. a few laughs. So if I'd known someone was going to get in my car, I probably would have taken that out. Um, give us those. Uh, and the Luke Ailing Gymnastics uh, springboard stories. Talksport.com forward slash HJ. You can text to 81089. Tweet to TSHJ. We'll continue uh, looking at all the big football stories of the weekend in the company of Danny Kelly, a game by game dissection of the Premier League and FA Sean Cup. Dissection. Sean Dissection. Sean <laughs> Dissection. Yeah, he's doing a sensational job. You're going to get the Everton fans complaining about no, what he's doing so far. credit. Yeah. He's Burnley fired as the oh, as yeah, the um, totally. yeah, which is what the Sunday Times rightly said at the weekend. Mm. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There's yeah. only one place to start. It's adorning back pages and some front pages. It is uh, Manchester United three, Fulham one. Up until about the 70th minute, a result you never would have predicted as Fulham were the better team. But we all know what happened then. Uh, the the William penalty, which looked pretty straightforward, and the uh, and the handball, and then that Mitrovic moment, Danny. It was... I do think, though, that William was... A, as the rules stand, he he had to go. It was a red card. But it's such a double jeopardy still. I've got an idea. I think it's go a on, good man. idea. Thank Basically, you, no. What should happen? All right. It's denying a goal-scoring opportunity. If the penalty scored, William stays on. If the penalty saved, William goes off. Adds a nice little bit of jeopardy, doesn't it? That Danny, what do you think? Yeah, and complication to an already <laughs> yeah. tremendously complicated situation. Why is that complicated? Yeah. He stands, well, he stands away from on... the pitch. He's not on the pitch when the penalty is taken. If Can he, he stand in... right on the centre circle? No, he's got to be off, like he's got to be off the pitch, obviously. There should be a special the... box for him. Yeah, there should be. It's and double he, jeopardy. A bit like the, well, yeah. these old quiz shows where he can't watch or hear the penalty being taken. Yeah. He bl- gets in a booth, puts a blindfold on, and has some light opera Listening playing. Listening to Jamiroquai. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bruce's exactly. room. And thank you for that. That's £100 of no, the week's vouchers for you. I think it's good. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's won the DeWalt there, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, Look, you know the the phrase in English when you get the the, the, the full panoply for the uh, for the opening meal of the day is the full English breakfast. Here we caught the full Irish. There we had the full Mitrovic, didn't we? Oh, yeah. um, he is my favourite player who doesn't play for Spurs. Um, he got the goal. He absolutely um, led the Manchester United defenders a merry dance. And then, but he's always on this kind of fuse, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, why? Did, and I, I normally defend him. It's an emotional game, all the rest of it. But I think increasingly, we've seen the, first the crowding of the referees. Mm. Then we saw Bruno Fernandes t- push mm. the lines in a little bit. Yep. And now this, they're going to ha- they, they have to bring a stop to this because I'm as liberal as they come in life. But I ju- you can't have the referees getting pushed around. No, I mean they they bring it. Some of it is they do they do mad things. I question them all the time. But the players cannot be the ones putting hands on them. Just no no way. And you know he'll get what will he get a three match ban? Oh, I'll get more he'll than be, that. More. Yeah, yeah, I think well, I think that uh, the the phrase was used in the rugby at the weekend about the sending off in the England uh, Ireland game in this climate and in this climate where there's so much talk about mm. grassroots referees. Uh, being That's assaulted, precisely, and also precisely. now wearing body worn, the guys at Ref Support we've spoken to, they're, they're you know they're looking to wear referees, young kid referees, having to what? wear body armor. Did basically, you say? No, body worn cameras. I so you said if, body warmers. Oh, right. oh no, not <laughs> yeah, body I thought he said 
said as well, gilets. <laughs> no, wearing cardigan. I'm not wearing it's quite cold when wearing, you're <laughs> 15, 16 year old kids, you don't have to wear a camera on their no, shirt to stop shouldn't. them being assorted to do. You so, did say hey, body warmers, though, so your whole right. point is redundant now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, Tim Sherwood's all for everybody wearing gilets because <laughs> he'll make a fortune out of it. He's cornered the market. No, but it's, anyway, it's a good point. Um, and yeah. Also, mm. without Bruno Fernandes, maybe Chris Kavanagh, and I don't see why he should, maybe Chris Kavanagh backs off and says, look, just calm down. But mm-hmm. after what happened, I think, you know, one doesn't happen without the other. Um, and, yeah, he should have been penalised for it, Fernandez. But I, I think I think it's quite possible you've seen the last yeah. of Mitrovic this season based on what and they're likely the to do. complete lack of yeah, discipline no, right. starts with the manager. What on earth is he doing? Why is yeah. he getting a red card? Yeah. And then he tries to defend Mitrovic afterwards, which compounds it. it I was, thought all in all was a really It was shoddy, bonkers and completely, completely turned the game, didn't it? Yeah, well, you, you, you often people say, oh, it's a turning point in the game. And you often think, really, there were about 20 things that happened in that game, all of which were influential towards the eventual outcome. That one completely turned on the the, the, the decision um, and the reaction to the decision. Because if Fulham had kept their full quota on, all right, you can see the goal, you feel hard done by and all the rest of it. You, but you're, you've been the better team. Continue to play. Yeah, they would have um, had ten yeah. men, but they might—they still might have got yeah. to extra time. You know, yeah. but with nine well, the way, if, if your if your rules get it, they could have had an extra man. They could have had twelve men, by the way. <laughs> your rule works. I'm also rule. loving Andy. I'm loving your Boca shirt, and I know you won't be offended if I say the juniors part does not apply. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. They're, they're terrible. Um, as so well, if you like Andy's idea, they? let us know. It's a good talk, idea. Talksport.com. Really text eight and eighty nine. Tweet TSH and J. We also need your nomination through turn is in the bar all this week we'll reveal that Ooh, yeah, I mean it's yeah. probably likely to be Alexander Mitrovic but I'm frightened of putting in the uh, barrel in case he tries to stick the nut on me but anyway um, <laughs> I could just say that at 2-1 I knew that Fulham were not going to make it allowed me to watch a wonderful closing stages of the Pakistan Super League final what a okay. great game that which was. is not what we're talking about no, here but, but I just thanks for much I it. Um, we move on to Arsenal 4 Crystal Palace won. I don't think rudderless manager this Palace mm. after making the decision to get rid of Vieira. At the, you didn't really think there was anything down from, uh, and, and a uh, surprise was likely at the Emirates. But um, Andy's just been bemoaning standing off of teams when you're in front, saying Arsenal don't do that. Mm. They keep going for the for the jugular, don't they? Um, it's very impressive thing that they do. And it's because they've worked out, and I think Andy has used his planet-sized brain to work it out too, that it, as things currently are in the current climate, <laughs> if you stand on the edge of your penalty area, the officials will find a way to give penalties against you. You will concede a deflected goal. You will cause talented footballers to think, oh, I'm a third of the way. I'm, only, I'm two-thirds of the picture. I might try something. You're asking for it. Um, and Arsenal have worked out, no, keep going. Get the goals, and if you lose the ball by keeping going forward, you're losing it 70 yards yeah. from your goal. Mm. And I don't care, even if people great, great team they are on the break, whoever it is, um, you still have to make two or three perfect passes to go from one end to the other. I mean, an entirely predictable result, of course, because Arsenal are flying, and you should make the point that mm. um, Mikayo Saka mm. is the only one of two players. Uh, in the whole of the top leagues in Europe to have 10 goals and 10 assists now in the top levels. The other being, uh, here I'm going to try it, Gvika 
Kovac Shalia. Oh, yeah, from Napoli. He's thought had it there. Brilliant, isn't he? When you say the oh. lad from Napoli and great pundit. Uh, yeah. Well, I tried. I tried. I, I, I wanted to do that, but he has got a name. Yeah. I have tried very hard on Trans Europe Express to get it right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, if you think about Saka, this is a lad who Paris Saint Germain will be offering £150 million to Napoli for in the summer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, he. he, he, he just amazing. And, and they still won't win the Champions League. Yeah. I, I have to recuse myself from the Arsenal game. But Napoli I, might. Yeah, yes. they might. Uh, yeah, they you might. You couldn't actually. bring yourself yeah. to watch it, Andy. I, well, I couldn't be bothered to watch the high. I can't be bothered to watch Arsenal when they win. <laughs> it's just too painful. <laughs> uh, from a Palace... They're, they're, they're doing brilliant. They're going to win the league. It's from a win. Palace point of view, I mean, it's a bit like Tottenham being in the top four, despite the fact they kind of lose most weeks. Palace seem yeah, to be staying in that same position, even though they don't score a goal uh, most weeks and, and tend you know to lose. They remind me of? I agree. Mm. agree. They look like they have a very, very secure position, but they look like a man who is testing um, the hinges on a trapdoor by standing on the trap itself <laughs> bouncing up and down on it to, oh, it seems fine there's a no love honestly it seems absolutely fine look it's taking my body weight repeatedly <laughs> me jumping up and down on it <laughs> yeah, bring, bring, bring me bring me a couple of buckets of cold will you test it some more <laughs> um, so uh, I think their fixtures are getting a bit kinder though mm. so um, you know well, couple they have of results to, wouldn't they because yeah, they really they really I mean I don't know what they uh, Roy Hodgson will come in, I suspect. Um, yeah. Sean Derry, whoever. Um, but the sole job, whoever they bring in there, is to keep them in that league because yeah. that needs a whole new mm. light point at Palace. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So uh, <laughs> we move on then. Danny Kelly's with us. And we move on to Chelsea 2, Everton 2, a game we touched on earlier on in mm. a sort of a mild rant from Andy. What went wrong, Andy? Before we talk up, we have talked mm. up Sean Dyche as we did mm. earlier. What went wrong? From Substitutions. Talking? Bad yeah. substitution. What negative substitution? Negative substitution. At two one up. At two at two one up. At one nil up. You know, it just made no sense, and the fans knew it. And when it happened, nobody was surprised. And afterwards, you know, all the fans were saying the same thing. What, what on earth is he making these defensive substitutions? He took off Kovacic, who was playing brilliantly. Felix, who was excellent, and Fafana, I think, was struggling a bit with injury, which was unfortunate because I think if he'd been there, the goal wouldn't have gone in. Mm. But Chalabar, Loftus Cheek, and Chuck Wayman, it was just, you know, he left Mudrick on the bench against a team that were playing, defending the halfway line. You've got the quickest player in the Premier League, basically, yeah. and you don't play him. And, you know, it, it makes. You've only got to look at how good Brighton are since he left. It's a real indictment. It's a real <laughs> indictment on Potter. It is. They're miles better without him. And, you know, these owners, unfortunately, they've made this commitment. They don't know much about football. Let's be honest about it. They don't. And if they're happy being 10th every year, with a few streaky things where you win 10, lose 10, that's what you'll get with Potter. It's so obvious. But well, there we are. That's, that's Chelsea. I don't think we can add much more to that. We, so we, Tim, we were paying tribute earlier on to what Sean Dyche has done and uh, and how they've been mm. Burnley-fied and called into the... But in a good way. I mean, as I said, but he's getting better performances out of, out of players. I thought Damari Gray was excellent. Yeah. And... Uh, they definitely, you know, play. You know, they, they they did really well. But you know, they were handed it. They were handed yeah. two goals. Basically, thirty-one percent possession, three shots on target. Yet they scored two goals and they came away with and a Chelsea really. Chelsea had twenty shots, didn't they? It's well, on target. You um, but you, you, you but got to he, admire the job he's done, Danny. Oh, totally. And this this mm. is you know, and it plays into Andy's point slightly, and that is. You've got to play your opponents as well. You can. You, we, we're praising Arsenal for playing their own game, but you also have to try and negate what your opponents want you to do. Burnley, Sean Dice, Burnley under Sean Dyche, Everton under Sean Dyche, those teams are designed not to panic, provided the gap in the game is, is, is not more than one goal. 
You know, they, yeah. they, it's nil-nil. They're perfectly comfortable with that. They go mm. one down. They're perfectly comfortable with that. You have to kill them off. Yeah. Because Daesh's teams are designed to keep playing the way they're playing and the chances will come. And if you don't get the second goal against them and get two up against them, you're always putting yourself in that spot. And, they, you know, they brought on um, young Sims, about a player about who I know very little indeed. He has that moment where um, an international footballer melts away in front of him. I don't know what was going on there, the Chelsea mm. defending. And suddenly he finds himself with a shooting chance. He thinks... Good, I've been very good at this since I was a little boy at school. I'm going to black this into the net. And he does. Um, and, and it's all to do with Sean Dyche saying to them, you know, uh, it's not about how it looks. It's not about how it feels. It's about how it is. We're only a goal down here at Chelsea. We can get something out of this. I'd have, saved that. A- I'd have saved that shot. I mean, honestly. You're not two, having Kepper at all, two, are you? Two sets of recruitment teams. The old set with Czech and Granite Sky and this lot with Bowley and, his, and now the other between them, they spend an absolute fortune, but Chelsea still don't have a striker and they still don't have a goalkeeper. So it doesn't matter how many good players they've got, they're never going to do anything because without that, it's key pretty positions. difficult. They're key positions. Um, who, was it, who, was it, who was it that let him beat him in the bottom? Was it Koulibaly who sort of twirled around? Yes, it was um, Koulibaly. Uh, oh, yeah, it was a, a, I mean, a bit you, pedestrian. Yeah, there's a player who's been at the top of the game for 10 years. What is he doing? Yeah, yeah. he was, he was um, all right. Uh, he, he played well in the last three games, but unfortunately he found himself over that side, which was for Farmer's yeah, not, side. Not it was his a, side, yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit tricky. And, yeah. you know, and also didn't help that Kepper kicked the ball straight to an Everton player who just pushed it back up the field and they scored. Yeah. It was such a terrible kick as well you know so well we move no on sorry no one's asked sean no one's asked sean his views on the evidence pink shirts no um that, that's no. the press conference i want to see, yeah, that's right. <laughs> see what he true. makes of that uh <laughs> to leeds united four what a game uh, what an Mad incredible game. match first game on match of the day even if you didn't know the score you knew it was going to be lively um i mean kicked off beautifully as we said by luke ailing's terrible gymnastics which which he is reveling in which we all very much mm. enjoyed but a real end to it we, we had some fairly crackpot refereeing decisions uh, as well um something and we'll come on to mark housey with later on about it seems yeah. to be going too far in the opposite direction for now. me this game was about Johnny, dear, dear Johnny. Good, our good friend. John. <laughs> Johnny. I, always, I always think of Laurence Olivier talking to John Gil, about John Gilgood. Yeah. <laughs> goal, mistake that led to a goal and a red card. And a red card. I mean, I think they've decided not to appeal that or initially saying they would do and I think they're right not to appeal. It was a pretty ugly challenge, wasn't it, really? Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I, one hesitates to say he doesn't have a leg to stand on because it actually <laughs> describes his opponent. To be fair, um, but of course, this is the Premier League, um, and without bigging it up unnecessarily, because of course it is mm. the greatest uh, auto trumpet blowing organisation in the world. Of course, you've got the two teams who just can't score, and of course they get six goals between them. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, noticeable that uh, Leeds managed to get four without Patrick Bamford having to get on the uh, on the score sheet. So that's hugely encouraging. Uh, for them um, and Wolves you made the point um, that they've tried various things they just can't they've spent money they can't find a striker mm. um, to get the ball across the line and as regards to the, your old chum Andy Diego Costa they'd actually be better with an actual branch of Costa uh, <laughs> up front because at least they would, they would hold, hold, occupy the centre halves you yeah. know well, there's a Wolves dossier incoming to the to Howard Webb. <clears throat> we had one from Forrest the other day because they are not happy with the decision-making. And Traore, that that cardinal sin, plate of the whistle, as they say. It's, it's an old adage, but it's, it remains yeah, true. it's true. Well, he's, he's got so much going from Adama, hasn't he? But at the crucial moments in games, he, 
he, he, he, if he has a choice, it's a binary choice between the right thing and the wrong thing, he so often does the wrong thing, doesn't he? <laughs> he um, also, incidentally, as well, come on, officials, a red card in the hundredth minute of the game. We can go later than that. Let's get someone sent off, <laughs> yeah. you know, on Sunday from a Saturday game. Yeah. Come on. I've thought a bit more about it, and, and here's your red card. If, <laughs> can, yeah, can send it to him on Zoom. Um, so there we are. But a mad game, but a very enjoyable. Mm. One. I've just got a note here. Lopetegui always warns him against those tackles. Johnny, be good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's uh, it, fantastic. That's a great uh, substitution. Thank you, Andy. Um, Brentford won. Leicester City won. Mm, fortunately, I couldn't go to this game because I was going to Chelsea. You couldn't make. You couldn't do a Phil Collins in Philadelphia. No. Get from one ground to the other <laughs> for the five thirty kickoff. It sounded equally frustrating, actually. Although uh, lovely pass from Madison. That was a really terrific. Even uh, yeah. Thomas Frank said that was a great goal. Yeah, Brentford had a big first half, but it, I mean, it'll, it'll be a good point for Leicester. They may look back on that as a good... Not that mm. the travelling Leicester fans were, were having Brendan anymore. It's every game now, isn't it? It's Brendan out, really. He has to say the yeah. same thing after every game. That, you know, they've paid their money, they're allowed to have an opinion, etc., etc. Well, it's, it's, it's a club who, you know, they will never want to forget when they when they won the title... But of course, it's been gradually falling away from there, as was inevitable. And it's a question of how far and how quickly you fall away from those heights. Um, and I, I, I hear people saying that they, they've got a great squad of players. They don't play like they've got a great squad of players at the moment. And I think you mentioned Madison there, without whom they don't function at all. Um, and the other player, and he got the goal, of course, is Harvey Barnes. Yeah. Completely underrated footballer in the mm, Premier good League. A really good footballer. And I suspect, with, with the gradual decline, inevitable, of course, of Jamie Vardy, I think we might call him the great Jamie Vardy in this instance. Um, I don't know what they do with that Harvey Barnes because he, he, he is both a, a, a left-sided player who occupies the right side of uh, the right side of two players of a defence and a goal scorer. Um, he's fantastic. And uh, he, he and Madison are keeping them up this season. Um, and I suspect that the you know God, this is hardly um, Nostradamus, is it? Um, Brendan and the board will agree to shake hands at the end of the season and say we've all done what we can here. Let's move on. Yeah, if, he, yeah. if he wants to get out earlier, he can always just go and slag everybody off in a press conference. Oh, for the stadium, no, I, I think he's done a good job, but he, you know the recruitment in the summer was poor and didn't, was hardly was basically non-existent really. And so, well, Suter though, I, th- I mean, he yeah. did a pretty good job on oh, yeah. on uh, Tony by all accounts at the weekend. He's not looked bad business. So, well, uh, he, yeah, I, I th- he's he's one of those centre halves who. Presents the, the the other player with a problem, even if you get past him, he's so big that you're exhausted by the time you do get round him. Yeah, um, he's like a particularly big, he's like a, a large roundabout, and by the time you get to the far <laughs> yeah. side of it, um, you're exhausted, aren't you? Let's Quick mention uh, for Matthias Jensen though, because he was over when Christian Eriksen came there last year. He often was the the guy left out, or he'd be subbed, and the, now Eriksen's left, he's really blossomed. And yeah, he, yeah. He, Playing really well, and Rico Henry has got to play for him. Yeah, you think he's? I mean, they've, we've got good players in that position with England, but he deserves yeah. a look in, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, Sheffield United three, Blackburn two. They're squeezing absolute corking mm. cup tie, Danny. What's a football match? And what a yeah. way to end it with a, a Tommy Doyle, a, a, a lad who's got sort of FA Cup uh, in the blood, of course, through his grandfather's. Yeah, I mean, it was a brilliant game of football um, because in one of those cases where familiarity does breed contempt, both sides have played each other twice this season. They, I've got the impression they both think the other team's pretty useless and will have these. Mm. And so for the, for the full 90 minutes, they roared at each other. Um, but the whole the whole game, actually, not just the, the 90 minutes. And I, I can't... It's helped by Ali McCoy, our colleague here at TalkSport, yeah. being such an enthusiast for the game, isn't mm. it? Um, but I sat there riveted, and normally in a cup tie where I've got no skin in the game, 
uh, at some stage I would get up and go and make a cup of tea to enjoy the, you know, the next half an hour, next hour, whatever it's going to be. In this case, I was shouting um, down the bank, somebody make me a cup of tea. I cannot, be, I cannot leave this game. Yeah. They were both playing. <laughs> that's for, true. They were both playing for the right to lose to City in the semi-final. That's beautiful. Are you, are you their sports psychologist? <laughs> Absolutely. Although not according to Pep, who's five hundred million pounds squad, he doesn't think he'll be able to cope with playing. Bayern on the Wednesday than having to play Sheffield United. He says on the Saturday, he's like already, you know, making sure they play on the Sunday. Yeah. He's a brace <laughs> of work, isn't he? You know, he, he, you know, Sheffield United know that against these really big clubs in the Premier League, they just put out their reserves. That'll be plenty following the, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. previous <laughs> round. Yeah, absolutely plenty. Don't worry about that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Danny Kelly is with us. We're looking back on the Premier League and FA Cup weekend. We get to the thorny subject of Southampton 3, Tottenham Hotspur 3. The, the game really has been lost after the 10-minute the Antonio mm. Conte rant. I know you've done the View from the Lane podcast, Danny. I'm sure you've had a... Oh, you off can't your, wait, Paul. Can off you? your long run, I'm sure. <laughs> um, we're only going to have a, a small window to talk yeah. about it here. I'll have more time to talk about it at 7 o'clock this evening. Of course, that's right. Off, yeah. do, you, um, do you expect him to still be in work when they're for the Everton game in a couple of weeks' time? I don't see how that is possible unless uh, Daniel Levy is um, taking leave of his senses. I mean, uh, taking leave of his senses. Do you? How can he stay after that? Short of saying, I'm going to burn the stadium down when I finish this speech. <laughs> I'm going to drive back to London and I'm going to torch the stadium. And then shake he... the box of matches in front of all of the press. That's yeah. right. How yeah. could he have expressed his contempt for yeah. the club that employs him, the fans that pay for that club, and the person who, who, who gave him the contract, how could he have expressed his contempt more obviously, singularly? Now, I know, Andy, you'll say, oh, he's a bit like this at Chelsea, but this was a new level. No, he's damaging, he's damaging his own reputation yeah. here in a big way. 
you know. Yeah. Although, ironically, the whole point of it was to was to try and salvage his reputation and to come away from it saying, well, it's not me, yeah, you understand. But in life, yes, you but know. But we're not mugs, are we? No, of course. You have to take responsibility. Whatever your job is, whatever level, you have to take responsibility. You can't yeah. blame everybody else and say, oh, it's nothing to do with me. I'm really good. If you haven't seen my record, I'm fantastic. But it's everybody else's fault. It was pathetic. In shorthand, everything he said about the club may or may not be true. Probably mm. a lot of it is true. But it's what he excluded, his own responsibility. Yeah. £50,000 an hour. Um, and that's, that's assuming he doesn't sleep ever. £50,000 an hour. Think of a solution. Help the players. Work out a system. Mm. Rotate the score. Whatever you've got to do. But don't just sit there moaning and grumping like a massive entitled boy child. Um, which is what he's done for the last six months. Because you, if you take Kane out of that, he's so reliable. But where would Spurs, Spurs be about fifteenth or something like yeah. that? You know? No, look, a lot of what he said. I think Jostling some, with the Palace. There yeah. were well, some old truths know. in there, and I, I think there was some stuff in there that I think a lot of Tottenham fans would concur with. But taking it from him was quite difficult. And also, as we said, we've talked a lot about him being a lame duck manager, a caretaker manager for most mm -hmm. of the season. He, so you know, and then saying that has no bearing on it. You're making excuses for the players. Well, it does. Alibis. 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 That's right. So, uh, no, I mean, as I was saying earlier, and I would imagine, Danny, that the chairman will be making soundings of some of the senior players and maybe some of the coaches that, that Conte didn't bring in, and he'll, he'll make a judgment sometime this week. But I agree with you. I just don't see how he goes back into that dugout. Uh, it's a pretty loveless marriage all round. I mean, he's fallen out well, with the fans, I, and now he's going to fall out with the players as well. He's kind of got about three players who aren't on the international break. Lucas Moura, Longley, Skip. So he has to go and confront them. They'll all be looking at their shoes, yeah. won't they, when he, mm. when he arrives. And then when the big boys arrive back from their international duties, I presume, as I think it was Dion Dublin was saying, I presume that the, the owner's door will be pretty flimsy from people knocking on it to say, yeah. hang on. Don't yeah. we all don't we all work for the same club here? What's going on? Yeah. I think Ridiculous. on the positives, I think Poirot looks good. He looks like he's got a touch of the oh, Kieran Trippiers yeah. about him. And yeah. Really good, wasn't I he? I think Spurs have bought well. They've been Betancourt has been a big miss for Tottenham. Yes, of course, yeah. very big miss. He's a key player, and they look completely different when he plays. But I think they bought well. And what, and and what Conte's moaning about really? One other thing he lost in all of course not. And I think they're the fourth since they, since Pochettino, I think they're the fourth biggest net spenders in European football. Mm. Now, admittedly, that's because all the other teams under continent broke let's be honest about that um but you know at the time when they started to defend too deeply spurs were third only spurs could be third in the premier league the most competitive league in the world and still be in full-time crisis it's just impossible to <laughs> understand and we wouldn't would he have done the rant would he have done this thing and so if if a completely made up penalty hadn't been given no. lost in all of this is the fact that wasn't a penalty no. it was nothing like a penalty oh, i thought it there was, was you thought it wasn't well, I did, yeah. You did, yeah. yeah. Well, I did. What, what were you giving it for? Well, he, he fouled him. He kicked him. It was high There's foot no contact at all. Not a, not a tiny bit of contact. Not none. Net zero. Well, I don't we, know. You sound like you can beg to differ on that one, Danny. As we yes, move okay. on to Aston Villa. I do. I do beg to differ. Aston That's Villa okay. three, Bournemouth nil. Very good result uh, for Villa. It yeah. sounds very obvious. Good result for Villa. Not such a good one for Bournemouth. Yeah, but look at, look at Villa. They did what I'm talking about. They yeah. didn't shut up shop. They just kept playing, kept playing. This they is Unai playing. Emery's way. And I loved Gary O'Neill after the match. He said, well, it wasn't a 3-0 game. But look at it. The XG was 3.29 to 0.59. I think it was a 3-0 game. <laughs> I think you'll find yeah, Gary. Yeah, I, I, I I would have replied to no gate, more like five nil to me, to be yeah. absolutely truthful. Yeah. Um, first of all, first of all, hats off, full applause for David Brooks. That was just a lovely yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, very much. Yeah, absolutely right. But, uh, but the Bournemouth fans can take no comfort from that. 
and Villa have shown once again uh, to club chairman. And we understand why they've always got itchy trigger figures. If you can get the right manager in, all these talented players that you're paying a, a small fortune to respond, and away we go. And I mean, I think their record is better than anybody outside of Arsenal, Manchester City, probably yeah. Manchester United, since he took over in November. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and and, and we, we were laughing about Villa in the early start of the season, how they just couldn't create anything. Now they're running dizzying spells around the lesser teams, it's which true. includes Bournemouth. Could get into a great week for Rupert Bell. And also, <laughs> Bailey did something yeah. that, that I've seen it a couple of times now. Players actually turning and going for goal rather than just take settling for that. That little pass, pass back, yeah, makes a difference. Under uh, instruction, early, I presume, Andy. Early, under instruction. Early crossing, first time crossing. I'm a big fan. It of feels that. like it's played about six months ago, but uh, let's quickly look mm. at uh, Nottingham Forest. One, Newcastle. Two. We had last minute penalty. Very sort of exciting um, end to the match. Isaac uh, scoring the goals. Everything they can keep him playing, um, and they'll see a few more goals from him. I think, I think the result reflects that Newcastle's form. They've not been getting results, but I think they've been playing okay. Um, and if you, you know, everything about the game suggested they were the better team. That doesn't always get you the result in football. That's why it's such a brilliant game to watch. Um, but Nottingham Forest will complain about the penalty and the lateness of the penalty, but uh, it was a, it, you know, Newcastle were the better team, and they look to me like they're getting back in. And a, a difficult place to play. They look like they're getting back into the shape they're in perhaps a month, six weeks ago, where I think... The proximity to the cup final had started to to bear down on their minds. Uh, they're back and adding to the, uh, the, the the crowding at the top of the the Premier League from Manchester United downwards. Mm. And Isaac, um, while he may not turn out to be an Ozymen or a Lewandowski, has all the makings of a terrific centre forward. Yeah. And I know what Andy's thinking: we could have had him. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah. I love Newcastle's yeah. first goal. It was all one touch football. Yeah, it was nice brilliant. goal. It was lovely, goal. lovely football. Brilliant. Uh, first time Forest had lost at home in the league since September. Um, that's been their mm. great strength. So um, we move on then to a couple of old school FA. Well, you didn't talk about the mad decision, the uh, the one, the intentional clearance by Felipe that wasn't given. For the it was a deflection. Yeah, wasn't a it deflection. Was, I don't know what they're looking at. How's that a deflection? Um, let's quickly look at a couple of um, old school shoeings in the FA Cup. Uh, Grimsby's FA Cup run came to an end, um, and we should mention uh, uh, Evan Ferguson, of course, the, with your with your Irish mm. hat on, which I'm sure yeah. you're wearing on. St. Patrick's Day on Friday. Um, and the Grand Slam, by the way. And the Grand Slam. That's not been a good weekend. But yeah, he, at 18, he looks a player, doesn't he? It's interesting De Zerbi said, yeah, he's not a bad goal scorer, but it's not all about scoring goals. I want him to be a number 10 as well. Uh, he, I mean, he, he looks amazing, doesn't he, at this stage in his career? Um, and he's appeared apparently out of nowhere. I, I haven't heard his name being whispered around too much. And uh, he can look forward, provided he, uh, he, you know, he plays for the Republic, he can look forward to what Robbie Keane had for over a decade, playing on his own up front while everybody else defends the goal gin grimly <laughs> um, in the hope that they can get... And it, you know, it, Robbie nearly got 70 international goals playing like that, and I think Evan's got more of that coming as well. Yes, and uh, just uh, City, what can you say about uh, City 6, Burnley nil? Maybe a sign of what Burnley will have to face when they come up. Up, not if um, mm. and you know Harlan's ridiculous but we knew that anyway didn't we yeah yeah and, and then the lovely irony of um, one manager telling the other manager off the back of a six goal beating don't worry you'll soon be the manager here yes um, yeah. again only in English football would that be thought to be a smart thing to say immediately after hammering let's just put someone in the barrel very very quickly we have two nominations you can probably guess who they are yeah I can <laughs> uh, well it's Antonio Conte 
Mm-hmm. He's refusing. He's fighting not to get in the barrel. <laughs> the barrel does not match his expectations and ambitions. It does, yeah. Uh, or it's Alexander Mitrovich. So I think when it comes down to it, we can make that call. I think for pu- pushing the ref and make basically uh, finishing his season quite possibly. It's got to be and Mitrovic, isn't it? Cup, bro. Mitrovic. Mitrovic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, Mitrovic. Yeah. well done, Antonio. You're off the hook any other weekend, mate, but not this one. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, we went and popped and used the facilities at, mm-hmm. uh, uh, during the 3 o'clock news and sport, and there is a... Uh, Andy's very impressed with the mirrors in the... <laughs> In the toilets here, <laughs> he, and he does all his kind of ex, extraneous hair grooming. Well, that's it. <laughs> but it's always a bit of a sight. You come in there; you, it's a quick in and out for most people. But there you are. You got your tweezers; they're up your nose; they're in your ears; <laughs> they're coming from every orifice. Giving away too much information. <laughs> Basically, he's you in know, the toilet. I'm, to- I'm to- a finely groomed man. I don't like extraneous hairs. <laughs> There's other mirrors you could choose, and you get to a certain age and then oh, I've yeah, reached, and it's brown from everywhere, everywhere, exactly. on the top like of your a head Quentin where you Blake. actually want them, yeah, of course. <laughs> now, um, yes, it's, whoever wrote this uh, little piece in the Sun today has got quite a different take on the world of football management. It says Tranmere of sack manager Mickey Mellon after less than two years in charge. You're thinking two years? That's, that's a, that's quite that's a, a gold time. carriage <laughs> clock in the world of football <laughs> management. Isn't that's it? quite a long time. Yeah. I'm even the LMA raise their eyebrows at that one. Mm. Yes. Did you know, I was reading Danny Murphy's column in the Mail on Sunday yesterday, yeah. that Ron and Paul Future uh, were his uncles. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, really. Oh, yeah. I remember them playing. Yeah. That's right. Fantastic. So they, yeah. Famous football family. That's I, never, right. I never even no, realised. That, that, that is very interesting. I, I, also, I didn't know about mm. this. Um, do you see, when they got the penalty... Uh, the other day, right at the death, Newcastle, mm. um, in an effort to stop the Forest players getting into the penalty taker's head, Trippier picked the ball up, and for all intents and purposes, looked like he was going to take. Oh, it. they all do that now. Yeah, it's very new clever thing. system. Yeah, everybody does it. They did. Chelsea did it on Saturday as well. I've seen. Lots it's of a teams clever do. system. So yeah, yeah the bloke yeah. who's not going to take the penalty <clears throat> grabs the ball, so they will have a go at him. Yeah, the bloke who's going to take the penalty stays away. Kieran Trippier yeah. explained it. All. He said uh, yeah. teams can put you off, get in your face. So I just said to Alex, listen, I'll just hold the ball. You can just zone in, get in the moment, mm. do your normal routine, yeah. and I'll take the pressure uh, as if I'm taking the penalty. So I want you to be as calm as possible. Basically, it's a clever system, isn't it? Although everybody's yeah. going to be doing it now. But you don't necessarily know who's definitely going to be taking it, do you? Just have a go at everybody. Mm. Have a go at including the goalkeeper. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Um, Prue Leith. Uh, it's her final show at the London Palladium. On yeah, she was very much a, a, a one. A, a, I feel should we still make an effort to get her in the studio? You never know. She might be a big sports fan. Do you think she is? Do you think no, she, what, really. she's like Warrington Wolves? <laughs> I doubt. I doubt if she is, Andy. Um, we, got, for some reason, we decided to have a bet on that last race. Yeah. Fifty p each way on the brink outside. How did it get on? Um, it finished last. Oh, uh, yeah, yes, well, that's I mean, not it, a surprise. Really. It started at two hundred and fifty to one, and even after we put on our hefty fifty pence each way, it drifted out to four hundred to one. Our, our producer misread the kind of spotlight on, oh, on his betting app. It said one to watch, and it its debut race yeah. but what it actually meant was it was one to watch not bet on not paying any so anyway, 50 look, quid on it it was we might as well put, <laughs> given a pound to somebody far more mm. worthy of it but there we are um, that's that's the nature of it um, do you want a story from Egypt this is the corker maybe the mm, listeners yeah, can not, tell yeah. us some of these we've often talked about sort of um, unofficial VAR a ref needed police protection for ruling out a goal after using a fan's phone to review a handball appeal this was in the Egyptian <laughs> really? second division <laughs> 
So somebody said, oh, wait, ref, have a look at this. That yeah. happens on school sports days and things like that. It has games, done, yeah. yeah. Mohamed Farouk had borrowed the device to replay the incident when Suez players, it's, basically this is the Suez crisis too. Um, protested a late Al Nasser equaliser. Suez won 3-1, but uh, Farouk got a police escort off the pitch amid furious protests, says the son from Al Nasser, who have threatened legal action. But just so next time Suez, they always like to play into the channels. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. If um, <laughs> so, if you are at a game, maybe even in the championship, you feel like you've been sawn off. Just say, "Oi, ref! Exactly. I've got it on my mobile. I've got, I've got the replay here." It's a good idea. Uh, now, oh yes, there's a new documentary on grassroots refs, which sounds quite interesting. Yeah, we, we might try something. Chat to but the it's going to be released it. in cinemas. I mean, with greatest respect, who's going to go and watch a cinema? I mean, it's sort of thing you might watch on TV, but I don't think I'd go to the cinema. Don't you want the big screen experience? I don't think so. Not really. Not for a documentary. It might be on in three D or something. Refereeing. Surround sound. I don't know. Anyway, we'll watch cinemas from March the thirty first. Nice. Sounds really interesting. You always get a bit of limited. Um, mm. uh, what's the word? Release, don't you? On on movies. Well, oh, yeah, we're interested to see it. We will find not, out. Not everybody more. was delighted to see Gary Lineker back on yeah. Match of the Day. Colin Jay wrote to the uh, star. He mm. said, uh, "Seeing free speech Lineker back on Match of the Day was nauseating." About oh, okay. Oh, blimey, he's easily <laughs> nauseated. <laughs> then, yeah. Honestly, who would actually? think that I don't know uh, uh, Andy you hit us with your double jeopardy rule a little bit earlier on didn't yeah. you you felt tell us what just tell us again briefly all I'm saying is I don't agree for example, with this listener okay. for example William on Saturday yeah it, Sunday, it, yeah. Sunday rather. Yeah. It, he was denying a goal-scoring opportunity, but the argument is that a penalty is a goal-scoring opportunity. So in my system, yeah, he would basically, if the penalty is scored... Yes. He stays on. Right. Because he hasn't denied so a goal. So it's not double jeopardy. Okay, yeah. But if the penalty is missed, then he gets a red card. Okay. So there's no advantage accrued from handling the ball on the line. Otherwise, people would be doing it all the time. But you'd only, there'd be no point in doing it because if the penalty was saved, you'd be sent off. It's the same as it is now. So I don't see well, one listener that thought that it wouldn't be well, that way. But this is what the, this is what the listener says. You can come back at him. Yeah. Um, he hasn't put his name on it, but thank you for sending it in. Andy's double jeopardy rule won't work. It will just make more players clear goals with their hands. If you're a player and you can save a goal with your hand, and the other team either get a goal as they would have anyway, or they don't get a goal and you get sent off. It's a bit Suarez against Garner all those years but, well, ago. Well, it's exactly it? the same thing that would happen, isn't it? You, if the penalty is missed. In the current rule, if the penalty is missed, the bloke's still sent off. Yeah, but you're more likely to take a <coughs> take a chance of deliberately handling on the line to stop a goal. Why? If you think you could, well, if you think you could, no, you would go off. You? you would anyway, go off. Any player in the last minutes of a game is going to throw their arms in the way in the hope you'll miss the pen and have minutes to play with no, ten then men. You'd be sent off anyway. So, but if there's only minutes, um, yeah, well, they'd no, still I, do it. There's, there's nothing to stop them doing you're it. Not going to change his mind. I mean, by you the could have argued, for example, Koulibaly could have brought that lad down on Saturday. He would have got a red card. He would, but. You know, maybe you they, they might have missed the penalty. You don't want the double jeopardy for every ruling or just for handballs. So if well, it would have been in the area. It would have been a penalty. Yes, yeah, OK. So, you know. so if penalties aren't scored, the player that does get a red card can stay on. In all instances no, or if what? they're scored. Oh, OK. Not if they're not scored. No, if they're, they're scored. If they're scored, the player stays on because it's not denying a goal scoring And that would include a terrible... I, I do concede that Danny Kelly said it's complicated enough as it is, so I wouldn't be bothering him. <laughs> he might as well leave it as it is. I don't like the idea of somebody scything someone down in the box and then they miss that penalty and that bloke's allowed to stay no, on. No, no, he goes off. Are we OK? You, you only stay on if the penalty's scored. 
I don't, Andy, I don't like it. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's, like it's, it. a, it's a very simple rule tweak that we've made sound incredibly confusing. <laughs> so apologies well, for yeah, that. And he doesn't want basically yeah. doesn't want red cards if the penalty the penalty scored. You stay I just on the pitch. William was a little bit unlucky. You know, it was you know, a handball. Of course, it was a handball. He, he, but, you know, he, he knew tried he not doing. to handle it. He just handled. He, he it. tried a bit. He did not well to, to get back it. actually. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So let's head back to the FA Cup uh, yesterday, and only one of the teams uh, in the quarterfinals were promised fish were they to win the game. Sadly, it didn't happen, but uh, I'm sure still delighted with the job that his mm. team has done is uh, Grimsby fishmonger Nathan Godley. Good afternoon, Nathan. Good afternoon. So what, what did you promise? How? What sort of quantities were the boys looking at uh, had they won at Brighton? Well, I was going to give them about half a stone each in old money, enough to see them through a week, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, but it never quite happened. No. Shame. Are you, were, they, were you just chucking one each now? Just get them over the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I had a bet on them to win, so perhaps they owe me now. So, yeah. Uh, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was well, a, look, still coming. Yeah, it was a fantastic run, wasn't it? I mean, it was. I mean, to, you took a oh, Premier League scalp at Southampton. There's our, our old mate Lloyd Griffith, who I'm sure you're aware of, big Grimsby yeah. fan. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, the old memories that you've had in this, in this cup run has been fantastic. Oh, it's just unbelievable. I mean, it just... It puts the town in the spotlight, you know, mm. with the fans, the team, the whole town, and just all the businesses around it. It's just been amazing for the whole area. The, the team have been a credit to the town. They really have. Yeah. Uh, I, well, you're obviously a Grimsby mm. fan. You're right. Do you get do you get to the games? I imagine you're, you're, you're at work on a Saturday afternoon, aren't you? Yeah, I'm always working on a Saturday. I've been a few times. We went uh, a couple of weeks ago. The Grimsby Fish Market was sponsoring a game. So all of us fish merchants tipped up there together, had our fish and chips in the McMenemy suite. Beautiful. Uh, cr- critiqued all of that and then went and watched oh, yeah. the game, which uh, unfortunately they didn't win on that occasion. But yeah, the cup run, incredible. You don't want to be the, mm. the, the sort of banqueting manager at Grimsby when all the, when all the <laughs> fish suppliers come in and they're sitting there like, oh, I'm not sure about the flake. Yeah, we was critiquing it on that occasion, but uh, they passed with flying colours. I, I don't know which one of the uh, merchants in the town supplied the uh, ground, but they do a good job. It was it was a good bit of fish. I imagine that is uh, that's, mm. um, everybody wants that contract. Do they want the football club contract? Yeah, I would have thought so. It's quite a good one to have, isn't it? I think back in the day, we used to give the referee and the opposing manager a parcel of fish to take home, but I don't think that's the done thing now. I don't, I don't think they want it anymore. I like your Instagram uh, account. I'm just having a look at it now. Some great photos of interesting looking fish, is what I'd say. <laughs> yes, <laughs> bigger the better. Yeah. yeah. It's, I've yeah. always been fascinated with the world of the fishmonger because you, you've got you such really, a short Well, I have because you've got such a short time. You've got to get the ordering exactly right. It's not something that keeps, is it? I mean, it's well, a, you worked in menswear, no. so if you bought a tie, it could sit there for about yeah. two years. That's right. Until it went eventually out of you sell it, but you can't do that with a halibut. No. <laughs> no, well, I, I think that puts us above the supermarkets. That does because they they don't know what to do. They can't just put it on the shelf and shelf and hope it goes. Whereas, yeah, there, there is a time scale to these things, and yeah. we have to buy it and get it sold and to the customer mm. as quick as possible. A kipper tie, I suppose. I mean, mm. very good thought about that. <laughs> so, um, so yes, the, the boys, the team were aware of the fact that there was fish on offer, but it didn't quite incentivise them enough when they came up against Premier League uh, Brighton. What do you th- 
You'd have thought it would, wouldn't you? But no, they just they came up short there. I mean, Brighton, they're, they're some team, aren't they? Maybe the Brighton players can have come and uh, they can come up and get some fish off me yeah. instead. But no, the Grimsby players, they're uh, they're more than welcome to come in, and uh, perhaps I won't give them the heaps that I promised them before. But they can have a bit for the team, no problem at all. Good. Paul Paul Groves can bring his lads in anytime he wants. It's and excellent. you should, you know, you, you look at what Brighton have done and the way they've moved through the divisions. You know, all, almost out of business and stuff, and there yeah. they are. They're Heights and looking mm. pushing for Europe, so all clubs, including Grimsby, can take a lot of uh, a lot from the the job that Brighton have done and where they're at these days. Absolutely, I don't think the days are over of any team managing to get to the Premier League. Uh, our neighbours Hall did it a few seasons back. They've had their time in the Premier League, and and yeah, I think Grimsby have played the likes of Luton in non-league, and they're only one good season away from getting back in there. And and like you say, Brighton have been going out of business, you know, within the last. 20 odd years is it yeah there's hope for Grimsby especially with their with their owners the owners know what they're doing they've yeah. made the club a fantastic place now in the community with all the fans and you never know with a little bit of luck and spending the money in the right places because I'm sure they've made a few quid you know a promotion season next year you know it might just happen and the Premier League could be a few few seasons away sure I'm no? definitely following you on Instagram just seeing a fascinating f- shot of razor clams Scottish razor clams fantastic you're, popping you're in and in out of you are shells. really fascinated by the world of the fishmonger <laughs> yeah, aren't you it's tremendous um, <laughs> just finally this time last year you made all the papers didn't you because uh, you picked oh, yeah. up a, a six foot long cod did, how many yes. chips do you need with that <laughs> well, it's a lot of mushy all. peas. That's the moose. That's yeah. a moose size. It, it was funny because a journalist got in touch with me and he says, this story has got, this can travel this, he says. We'll get you in the papers with this. because <laughs> He says, because there's two things that the British public love, and that is the size of fish mm. and pies. Yeah, they do. That's absolutely <laughs> yeah. true. And true. Sure enough, so, this was 165 quid you paid for it. It was a yeah. six-foot-long cod. And yeah. uh, was it tasty? Did you have a little fillet for yourself? It was. It was very nice. I mean, I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to have had a can, I? Because I've been Grimsby with all that Harry Adams. That's true, yeah. You know, but yeah, it was. I, I do eat a bit of cod as well. So it was very nice. Took that round to Mother's and she did that for the family. Beautiful. Yeah, 112 nice. pound cod there. Go and check it out. Put Nathan's name and you get the full story. I know Andy will be. He's become the fishmonger completeness yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Nathan. <laughs> uh, commiserations to Grimsby, but thanks for joining oh, us. No problem. All right. Thank you. All mm. the best. Nathan Godley there. Premier Seafoods in Grimsby who was going to supply. He will still supply. Yeah, a There'll be a small quantity. Yeah, it's fair enough for him, isn't it? <laughs> very mm. kind of him. I don't that's one of your best lines ever. I have long been, um, what was the word? You're fascinated by the world of the fishmonger. I have. Fantastic. But it's, you know, it's one of those businesses that must be quite hard to get right. Yeah. You, of course, you can freeze it, and, you know, but, no. but you don't really want to be freezing when it's on the turn. You are listening to Talk Sport, by the way. Was it Talk Fish? Talk Fish. Talk fish. Yeah. I'm, I'm guesting with Nigel on Sunday when that I talk, will, yeah, about talk the world fish, of fish. That would be good. Yeah, yeah, I don't actually. Nigel doesn't eat it. He's a vegetarian. Yeah, that's strange. Well, he catch and release, isn't he? Well, he is, really. Yeah. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this mm. afternoon's show. We'll do it all again. I'm back with Charlie tomorrow. Andy will be back with me on Wednesday. Uh, Do hope you can join us from one. If not, the podcast will be available as always around four o'clock. But for now, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.